Hello everyone, welcome to our Wednesday Q&A. I'm Eric Griffin, president of iTeam Trading. With me I have Lynette Zhang, our chief market analyst, who you all know and love. We are uh, taking your questions that you submit to us at questions at itmtrading.com. Some of you submit them to other places, but if you want to get them read, questions at itmtrading.com. And uh, we ask them here live, so you get a real, true, organic response. Although question one is not, you do know about question one. I do so know full, about question full disclaimer. one. disclaimer. So yes. RM asks, hi, Lynette, saw your shift video. I'm not sure quite what to make of it. I've attached an image here to explain. No one else in the YouTube comment section seemed to notice, but no matter how many times I blinked, I couldn't get spot to trade below SLV. What am I missing? So, um, Edgar, can you bring that image up? Okay. So, what I want to explain to you, it was the pattern shift alert. And I had to go back really, really far in order to actually even see that. What they explained when they changed the prospectus, and I believe that this is why they had to change the prospectus, is that demand for SLV exceeded their ability to go out into the market and buy silver to create those baskets. But what you also have to understand with any of these uh, gold or silver ETFs is that they are selling off on a daily basis. They are selling off parts of their holdings to pay the fees. And the design, you can see it pretty easy in that graph. Uh, SLV and GLD, all of those guys, were designed to, to um, imitate the spot market. So it isn't necessarily so much that SLV is trading above spot silver, but right where you see that circle on there, you, you can see how it, uh, SLV, well, both silver and SLV in June, you know, dumped. But SLV dropped a whole lot more. Then it basically went straight up because of demand and SLV's inability to source enough silver on the open market to create those baskets. That's exactly what they talked about. So it's, it's not necessarily the price, though it certainly looks like it on that graph. But it is, it is the problem that they saw in June, and then they had to rectify it by making a change in their prospectus in February. I hope that explains it. So SLV is trading above spot currently. Well, that's, that's what it looks like on there, and that's what they're saying because SLV is trading above its true net asset value, so the value of the silver that SLV holds mm. for the baskets. That's what it's trading above. So as the tight supply starts to loosen up, then the, then we should see it begin to normalize again. Correct. Yeah, because they're going to have to sell off but, assets in order to pay for fees. Correct. Yes, absolutely. You know, having said that, though, um, clearly because they went and changed their perspectives to reflect that or to say that SLV does no no longer has to reflect spot silver so we could see some very interesting price movements in slv versus spot moving into the future clearly they anticipate there are going to be problems ahead with sourcing silver and and we already know from our experience here that 
we're getting it, but delayed deliveries, yes. large premiums, etc. Yep. So, uh, I mean, that tells me, number one, it is a pattern shift, and you guys saw it. I know it's a little muddy because they didn't change, or I, I don't know how to do that, make the colors of those lines vastly different. I don't know. if there, Is there a way for me to do that, Edgar? On, like, a stock charts, which is where I pulled that from? Is is there, do you know if there's a way that I could change the color of the lines? There could, there, yeah, like a Photoshop thing. I would have to do that, and then I would send it to you. There might be a way. We'll there might it. be a way. We'll, we'll, we'll see, because <laughs> I know it was really hard to see. But you could see, I didn't jury-rig those. I just had the SLV price. Do you ever jury-rig the charts? No. Okay. Never. <laughs> no, never, never. Okay, good. <laughs> no. Um, but as I put SLV behind spot silver, and when I went out long, I couldn't do it. I couldn't see it until I went out the long distance. And and you saw it. You saw where it then shot above that. I wish I could get up and point to it. But you see where that circle is? Can you can you do it? You see where that's right there, right there. That is exactly where. SLV's net asset value. So yeah, I mean, I think part of it is they sell off silver holdings to pay that. So depending upon where SLV is right now, what that is really telling you that it's trading above the net asset value of their holdings. That's what that's telling you. Hmm. All right. Next, should I go to the next question? You want to say anything sure. about that? No, I, I, I hope that helped. I hope that helped. All right, so Robert M. asks, <clears throat> if, somebody, if someone owes 100000 on a mortgage and the currency is reset, what happens? Do you think there will be a period of time where you can pay off the mortgage before it's revalued to the new currency? I think we definitely have a shot because mortgage, if it's not a variable rate mortgage, it's a fixed rate mortgage, that is a contract. And so much as we saw back in 2008, I mean, this isn't exactly the same, but those mortgage contracts for people that were um, in default of their mortgages, they too got reset. So yes, I think that there's going to be a short period of time where we will be able to take some of our gold, liquidate it, and pay off that $100,000 mortgage with dollars that have no value. I heard you say in the past that you it's like an average of nine months of mm -hmm. a period of time. Yeah. So it's not typically a nine-month window. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we'll see. So but Jerry, yes, that's what I'm counting on personally, so yes. All right, so Jerry S. asks, roll over from IRA stocks to IRA gold. Does this move work or is it a bad move? I mean, everybody's got to do what they're comfortable doing. Uh, I l made the choice to liquidate my, I had a SEP IRA, and I liquidated that, paid my taxes, and converted everything that was in there, and then some, into gold. Into physical. Into in physical gold in my possession. So, so A lot of people do it. Right. I mean, you can do gold in an IRA. You can do silver in an IRA. For me, though, the only kind of gold you can do in an IRA is bullion. And that is the kind that is most likely to be confiscated because it's the easiest to confiscate. It's easy for them to 
manage the price, the visible price that we see. I mean, we're seeing that all the time. So, um, you know, you have to do what you're comfortable with. I'm telling you right now, though, personally, you know, if you did that and you bought undervalued gold with it, then you go to liquidate or take possession of it down the road at a much higher price, the taxes that you owe on it are going to be much higher. Unless too. you're in a Roth. Unless you're in a Roth. True. And, and Jerry did not specify whether it was a traditional or a Roth. So and you can also do a gold IRA LLC where you can actually keep the the gold in your own or gold and silver bullion in your own possession inside of an IRA LLC. So there's that option as well, but you got to make sure that you set that up. It has to be perfect because if it's not set up perfect and you make a mistake, you can uh, you can really get in trouble with the IRS on that one. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, people do it all the time. It's a very popular product. If you want to know more about it, you can look on our website under the um, gold and silver section. There's an IRA section and you can read about how to set that up if you want. If you need more information on uh, setting up a gold and silver IRA LLC, um, we have somebody that we like to use and you can just give us a call and we can set you up with them as well. There you go. Um, question four. Maria B. asks, my family and friends and I are very concerned about the bail-in possibility. Yeah. Are we relatively safe in keeping some of our money in credit unions? We get that one a lot. I'm sure we've answered it before, but... But that's okay. Because, we get it a lot. Yeah, because we've always got new viewers anyway. And, you know, credit unions get their money from the commercial banks. So uh, I think bail-in should be a very real concern, but we still have to use fiat. So personally, again, everybody's got to do what they're comfortable with. I keep, uh, and I'm running a business too, so there's a certain amount that I have to keep in there for auto bill pay or for, for payroll or, or things like that. Um, above that, no, I don't keep it in there. You know, but I also have my goal to offset it when it does get bailed in. But do you think that credit unions are any, any safer than the banks? Uh, no, not really. Because the, the credit unions are not too big to fail, and the banks are. So, well, some of the banks are. So, no, I do not think that credit unions are any safer at all. So, do you think it's better to keep it in Wells Fargo, Chase, Bank of America, the ones that are big? You think it's safer to keep it in there than it is a credit union or a smaller bank? Unfortunately, the answer is yes, I do. Okay. Because the smaller banks are not too big to, are, you know, just about the right size to fail. And those guys are too big to fail. So, I hate that. I really hate that, but right. that's how I feel about it. But it doesn't mean that they won't use the bail-ins regardless. Of course. Right? Of course. Like Chase or Wells Fargo. Of course. America. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it was put in place for a reason. Yeah. You know, and that reason is because they think they are going to use it. All right. George K. asks, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> Hyperinflation or the reset? Hyperinflation comes first then the reset so yeah so the chicken or the egg well i guess you need the egg first in order to have the chicken but you need the chicken to lay the egg right it's a good question we just have 11 uh, one of the wild <clears throat> ducks just laid 11 eggs cool so you're gonna eat ducks in no i'm not gonna <laughs> eat ducks <laughs> no i'm not of gonna course eat you're them. not i know you're not i love them they're so cute so what do you let but, them hatch and then they then they just hang around in the pond and mm -hmm. 
and I feed them. I go through an awful lot of food during that period of time. Do you ever time. eat duck egg? Yes, I do, but I, I wouldn't. I have domesticated ducks Ooh. for that. I, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. So these are wild ducks. Yeah, these are wild Got ducks. Got it. Yeah, you won't mess with those probably. No, no. And the mother would be very happy, unhappy with me. She hissed at me when I went oh, by. Oh, really? Yeah. But you know, it's funny because normally they hissed. lay. Oh, yeah. They hissed. Huh. Oh, yeah. They hissed. But um, normally they were laying their eggs in this planter box that I have next to the pond. But the last time that she laid there, Oliver, my wonderful little puppy, uh, got like three of the eggs oh so this time she Jeez. laid in the waterfall where he can't reach that was smart of her it was very smart all right so travis t asks my question is about my existing 401k balance okay. my employer's plan doesn't give me the ability to invest in individual stocks and has a limited number of fund choices we get this question mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. right what type of funds do you recommend to limit losses during the reset? And what would you recommend shifting to when it looks like we're at the bottom? <clears throat> there are no funds well, you could, that you... Uh, you could get into gold and silver SLV, right? SLV and GLD, if they offer it as an option, as one well, thing, as a hedge. You could maybe use gold, silver miners, even though they'll take a dive initially. But they're already changing the prospectus on the SLV and I'm sure also the GLD, though I should check. I'll check on that because they know they're not going to be able to source the silver. So what have you got? You've well, got I know I know that you don't like it and we, we definitely don't like it. But what 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 could we say would be an option? Even though we don't like it, what what's what would you do if you had no other choice and you had to be in the market? What would you do? Well, I would definitely have the gold outside of the market to offset whatever right. I was forced to have definitely. inside the market. Um, you know, a limited number of fund choices. I would have to look at the funds and the composition of them. But if you pull up the prospectus, you want to, and you don't have to read the whole prospectus, but you can do uh, control F, which is find, and then put a, put some words in and look at, their derivative positions in there. I would definitely check on the leverage positions in there. You're talking about in the individual mutual in the, funds in that those, the 401k offers? Correct. Okay. You know, so uh, I would, you know, if I didn't have, could you move that, please? <laughs> Thank you. Um, if I had no choice in there, then I would look at the funds to see which had the least amount of leverage and the least amount of derivatives. And, but, but here's the problem. No matter what fund you have it in, all you can do is convert it into dollars. Well, it's gonna be in stocks anyway. It, so the stocks or bonds or derivatives. So, uh, you know, I, and you can't even look at money market funds because the repo market looks like it could be erupting again within the next couple of weeks because of the flood of, of uh, money that the Treasury is currently holding on their balance sheet and Yellen's desire to normalize that. I mean, I think she's probably going to change her mind. But, I mean, at this point, she's saying that she's going to release it. So there is a lot of trouble in money market funds. Yeah. You're between a rock and a hard place. You I'm are. sorry, you but are. But I think, I think the best answer is probably if you can't do anything with it then you got to diversify it you got to just be as diversified as you can and hope for the best right 
if you're, you know, if you check with the plan administrator and see if you can do an in-service withdrawal rollover election, then that would allow you to transfer some of that money, usually 50% or up to 50,000, into a traditional IRA. Once it's in a traditional IRA, you could take a distribution or you could do a gold IRA. You know, you see the pain on my face? Because if you don't hold it, you don't own it. I mean, it really is that simple. And in this environment, I want to hold it and own it. So th that's where Especially I have problems with, how much with money all of that. Printing. Oh my God. I saw I mean, a Fed chart yesterday. It said 35%. I, I don't know if that's exactly correct, but 35% of all dollars that have been created have been created okay. in the last 10 months. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. I mean, what? And they're saying, well, this is really not a problem because it's not going to create inflation. I mean, look at we've been doing this since 2009 and it hasn't created inflation. That is such garbage. It is garbage. Or the inflation will be transitory, so it'll spike and then it'll come down. And Fed Chair Powell says this morning that he thinks it's going to take three years to hit that 2% target because they're, they're going to average it. So what, you think inflation is going to go up, the prices are going to go up, and the prices are going to go down? No. Maybe the percentage of inflation might come down, but they do that in such a weird way well, that you, you get nothing accurate. CPI to, to exactly. reflect whatever number they want to anyways. Thank you. Exactly. You know, so yeah, if you don't use it, there's no inflation, but on the stuff that we use all the time, it's, it's closer to 10%. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's really housing. ridiculous. Yeah, hello. You know, it's insanity out there. Yeah. But, you know, so what? No, I, I'm a tangible gal. You give me tangibles. I want to hold them. I want to own them outright. I want them invisible to everybody. Yep. Crystal B asks, is it wise to pay off your house? What if the government makes property taxes so high it makes owning your own home a liability? Well, that is likely what's going to happen. And that's part of the strategy is to account for those property taxes. Because at the same time that they raise property taxes and they're resetting the currency, you're seeing gold go to somewhere near its fundamental value. So um, is it wise to pay off your house? Well, it's not a bad idea to pay off your house, obviously. But yeah, I mean, during the Depression, you could have had your house completely paid off, but if you couldn't pay your property taxes, you lost your house. So again, you bring in the gold to ensure that you'll always be able to pay off your property taxes. Uh, Michael E. asks, what are the tax implications for the private sale of physical metals? What is the reported minimum? Uh, tax implications well, for the private sale of physical metals. I mean, all good citizens always pay all taxes that are due. Right. And you pay it on the gains. Right. No matter what, that's no what matter they what. expect. Right. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to the bottom of exactly what he's asking. What is the reported minimum? Maybe he's asking um, about specific products? I think he is because you know how it has to be like Maybe he's asking about what's to, what has the 1099 has to be, what has to be reported. Yeah, what, that's what I think. To asking. answer your question, though, like what tax, what are the tax implications? Like the IRS expects you to pay tax on your gains. I don't care what you're selling. Um, on the reportability piece, like collectibles, there's no reportability. On bullion, certain products are reportable, certain products are not. Um, 
and there are certain minimum like 25 ounce right, minimums like, you know so you can sell up to a certain amount that's not reportable and then above that it is reportable but that but that doesn't preclude you from having to pay taxes you're still supposed to pay taxes and if you were ever right. audited they would require you to pay the taxes on any gains that you had so right um, do you know about what's going on with the Fed wire transfer systems that are down? No, but I will find out and let you know tomorrow. Yeah, they just, uh, I saw, I saw that right before we walked in here that the, the, the transfer hmm. systems were down. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll, yeah, I'll definitely take a look at that. So, uh, yesterday I was on with David Modell, you know, I haven't been on with him in a year and, uh, it was actually pretty, pretty short interview, but he did a great job. And I think the link is in the description, and we really it shouldn't be that long before I'm on. Now, next week, I'm going to be on Rice TV X channel with Chris Rice and Lee from Pimpy's Investment Chat. And we will share that link once they upload. But I know the three of us had a great time the last time we did a three-way conversation. So um, I'm sure it's going to be really good this time as well. So really... Follow our socials for real-time information updates, and we're doing a lot more behind-the-scenes looking, because I know Edgar's taking lots of pictures when I'm talking from different angles and what have you. But, and I think... Uh, Does he get I, your good side, though? Do you get my good side? He, he's actually taken some pretty good pictures, pictures that I actually even like, and I don't go, ew. This is her good side over here, this side. This side. That's a good yeah, side. that's why you never see this side. It's just this side. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, but I do think that uh, people are saying that they're now getting the notifications. So if you're still not getting the notifications and if you have not gone into your settings on your phone or on your, your computer to just enable YouTube to give you those live notifications, please do so. But I think we may have that problem um, handled. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on the bottom. And if you like this, please give us a thumbs up and make sure, I mean, it's so critical that everybody has this information these days because things are insane out there. Yeah. You know, I, and I, I, it's hard for me to imagine that people don't realize that this insanity is setting up, especially with all the, the new accounts from these naive investors, you know, where they can just put in five bucks. Well, you know, five bucks doesn't sound like a lot, but for some people, that's a lot of money. And they're going into these markets at all-time highs, not really understanding what they're doing, trying to do something good for their family, and they're just going to get annihilated. This is a pattern that we see before every single market crash when the broader public starts to get involved, and then they're left holding the bag. So, you know, just I'm going to say be really careful with that. You really want to make educated choices that support your best interest. And it is absolutely time to cover your assets. Here at ITM, we do that with the Well Shield. And guess what? You get a whole lot more protection from metal shields than with paper or with promises. So until next we meet, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.